everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. John, I need to report a crime to you. <coughs> well, okay. Yes, it is I, Sergeant Downey, here to here to take your crime report. How can I help you, you, please? Thank you. It's a very serious crime. The crime is uh-huh. theft of intellectual property. And we're going to have to take on we're going to um, have to take on the big leagues at, on this one. We're going to have to go straight to national public radio headquarters. We're going to have to take them on. It's going to be a hard long legal battle, but I feel I feel very strongly that they've taken from us. This is out of NPR. my jurisdiction, so I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to do this as John, a cop. The National Public Radio stole from us. I'm not saying that. Look, I'm not saying that I won't help you. I'm just saying I can't do it as a sergeant of the law. I I will have to do it as a friend, and we will have to do it outside the law. That's how I. That's how I like to operate all the time. That's how. That's how we like to. That's like how we like to do things so that's perfect for me but let me tell you about this crime the crime is the existence of a little podcast called npr life kit i don't know if you've seen this shit john okay heard this shit if your friends listen to it if our listeners listen to it because i'm gonna tell you it's either them or us because that is the exact conceit of this podcast exactly they're trying to tell people what do how to do things to, to make their lives better. They are literally a how-to podcast in direct that competition with us and our thousands of listeners. No, I don't know how they did be. this. No. I don't know how they did this. They used their big hotshot NPR money that they took from their donors who generous, yep. generously donate year after year after year for a fucking tote bag and stole our <laughs> whole show. <laughs> the whole show. I spit on you. I spit on. Is it. that <laughs> they? They listened. I mean, we have we have a lot of reach at this point. So clearly, they 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 listened in and they were like, "Hey, this is this is our idea. This is our show now." These two siblings are doing something right. We have a show now, and you're not involved, and it's ours. It's bullshit. I have not been. Not one email, not one request to guest host, not once. This is ridiculous. So the very big sibling advice podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me. You're familiar? No. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Never heard of it at all. What is they, it? Tell me so, all about it. So from from the beginning of their show, they've been using uh, Yahoo Answers as like uh-huh. a running uh, segment on their show. Yeah. Uh, and Yahoo Answers doesn't happen doesn't anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. They don't have yeah, that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a And do, do you know, I, I, my, my traitor of a fiance has been listening to my brother, my brother and me. Oh and my God. You know, you know what they have moved on to besides Yahoo Answers? No. In place of Yahoo Answers. <gasps> no, don't tell me. They've moved on to WikiHow. Fucking the bim bastards, man. It's bullshit. It was our one, our one segment, our one consistent the segment. The only that we had. segment we have ever had, and they fucking stole it. That's it. it. <laughs> and they fucking oh stole it. my god, John, we need to, 
we need to lawyer up. <laughs> we Clearly, need to do something. Whatever we're, we're making, we're getting is just torn right apart for, left and right. Like, we're just getting gutted left <laughs> and right. Next, next time I show up to do the podcast, it's not even going to be you there anymore. They're going to take you away from me. And they're going to, like, steal That's my beautiful true. voice and they're going to trap it in a clamshell like Ursula did to <laughs> Ariel in in The Little Mermaid. And then we'll have nothing. We'll have nothing. We'll have no John and a mute Emily. And it'll just be a shell of a podcast. <laughs> Ridiculous. This disgusts me and it has to stop. This, I wouldn't be surprised. And if surprised. we don't put our foot down... It's just going to be open season on downtime. <laughs> I I mean we've I feel like we've been pretty clear that all of our ideas on this show are deeply heavily trademarked. So all all we need to do is get a good lawyer and yeah. and take these people to court because we deserve just our day in court. Wipe the wipe the floor with them. We, we have to get an ace it, it's attorney. It's all very clearly laid out in our contract. Yeah. Yes. With absolutely the Outlaws Network. <laughs> with very big letters, all caps, I think, and it's just very explicit that yep. anything said on downtime is automatically trademarked, and you're not allowed to do anything like it ever, even by accident, even if you never make money. It says on that it. in every single description of every single episode. Yeah, you if you read, read the description, the it will print. always say. By clicking play on this episode, you agree not to use any of these ideas for personal gain. All ideas are belong to downtime with John and Emily. Yeah. But more, but mostly John. Down and Emily. No, down and Emily <laughs> is what I yeah. just said. Anyways, that is my news <laughs> for you is that you got to check this shit out. It's just like... Uh, the importance of sunscreen. Now is it now is it real? Breaking how ground on a garden. Yeah, how to harness and transform anger. This is bullshit. Well, here's, here's understanding the, thing, though, Emily, the latest maybe... CDC mask guidance. We could have done a whole episode. We could have done a three episode arc on CDC mask guidance, but NPR Life Gu- Life Kit took it from us. All right. Here's the thing, Emily. How to find a hobby. I'm pretty sure we've done that episode. Pre- uh, we've absolutely done that. Oh, my God. I'm... How to find the perfect name for your baby. That was our biggest episode we, we ever su- did, We John. did that, like, three years ago. Seriously. this Theirs aired May 6th. This is what I'm telling you, John. It's a conspiracy to rip off Dude, every single episode we, of podcast has. We ever have done. to. We we need someone to report on this. We need we need to contact not NPR some big reporter CNN or something. not NPR. We can't let Buzzfeed? NPR anywhere near this. Buzzfeed wouldn't be Buzzfeed good would about, do a. Well, they would do it, but they would like probably get someone the, else. Who's the to Teen Magazine it. that does all like the crazy exposes? Teen Vogue. We need Teen, teen Vogue. Vogue. We got to get Teen Vogue. On I was it. gonna say. I was gonna say BuzzFeed would do it, but then they just steal it for themselves because that's what BuzzFeed's really good at is stealing yeah, other people's true. internet content and claiming it as their own. Let's see. Taking on yep. climate change. How to cut back on meat. Like, this is this is well, just out there, John. <laughs> We've done that. How to socialize. We did how to make friends as an adult like four years ago. I'm telling you. Yeah, that was like episode ten. Here's a here's an alternate opportunity for us, Emily. What? If you'll have me, we could go full Weird Al with it. We could remix so now, all of the NPR Life Kit episodes na- into time. Now episodes. every episode of NPR Life Kit, we always Kit, struggle to find we just topics. Steal the same exact topic 
and then and then and make a hash out of it. format also and then also maybe hire the same people that do it to do our show so it might end up being the same exact people doing the same exact show just a little jokier Mm-hmm. It might just make but their that's show what the better. People want. But I, I think it's because we know something. what the people want. We've known what the people wanted for for so long, which is why our podcast is so huge, as huge it is as it is, and so gigantic and influential. So influential, in mm-hmm. fact, that it's influenced the makers of NPR Life Kit. The same people that brought wait, wait, don't tell me the the great minds behind that have have taken everything from us. Yeah. They've just they've just robbed us blind. We thought NPR was the good guys, but it turns out no. No one is on our Bastards. side. We're like the ends in Lord Thieving of the Rings. Highway robbers NPR. More like national public robbers. I already said robbers. Fuck. <laughs> That's sad, John. I'm sad about it. I'm sad about it. Two two major institutions have have stolen content from us. National Public mm-hmm. Radio and the McElroy family of products. Stealing and, from the little guys. I honestly, I'm just, I, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in in the greater podcast family. There's supposed to be some solidarity here, and and there appears to there's be. supposed none. to be. There's and, supposed to be a code among podcasters. All right. There's there is a code of ethics when when you when you decide to become yeah. a podcast, you know we all go into this knowing it's like the pirate code, all right, but it's the podcaster's code, mm-hmm. and it's thou shalt not steal another podcaster's content. It's just not done. This is a yeah. very serious episode of downtime. It's simply not done. Very. I'm sorry to have to get to make it <laughs> well, so we've, serious. We've been, somebody. Somebody came into our house and took everything from us. What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to feel about that? This is a call out episode. This is a this is a a, a call in episode. I want to hear what they have to say about it. I want their side. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get the Mac getting called brothers in. on you hear here. Hear that NPR? We'll we'll, we'll get, get them. We'll on. get the yeah, Mac brothers on this That'll podcast. That'll be so easy to get them to call in. And answered for their crimes and definitely not help our numbers in any way. Yeah. If anything, it will be helping them to gain exposure for yeah. their, you know, shrimpy little podcast network. And they honestly, they kind of need it. Yeah, I mean, they could use our help for sure, but we don't want to help them because yeah. they stole from us. We can't. They stole from us. It's the that. principle of the thing, really. It is the principle of the thing. So. I guess we'll just at them a lot on social media until someone fucking we'll just responds. We'll just at, at, at them a couple times. We'll at them. Be like, <laughs> at Justin, at the little one, at the one with the hair, yep. thems. Yeah. All, the, all of thems. And then, and then NPR Life Kit. And we'll just add them all until somebody, somebody answers. And if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Yeah. I'll, I'll die trying. We, we, I mean, we can start working our way through the, like, everybody that has a public-facing position. Look, we're not going to go find people's families, all right? Just anybody that has Even though a, they talk about an already pretty time. public life. They yeah. do talk about them a lot. 
Um, but any anybody that's actively putting themselves out on the internet, we'll we'll at them too. Anybody who mm. who is one degree away from the McElroys, we'll we'll get we'll get somebody on the horn. Lin Manuel sure. Miranda. <laughs> we'll call. Yeah, we're yeah we're close. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's one thing away. The people. Okay. From the trolls. Franchise. Is it time? To, is know. it time for an episode? I think it's time for an episode because we gotta we owe it to our to our listeners to continue to put out this amazing mm-hmm. product, even though it's just gonna get stolen by NPR. You know? Who's next? Fucking Sirius XM? Come at me, Sirius XM. You watch this space. Watch this space because this is where history is gonna get made. <laughs> Also, though, if you've got, uh, if you have a spot open for a uh, jokey f- sibling how-to podcast with original music on each episode, uh, hit us up. I don't know if you've got one of those already that you're paying for, but we're uh, we're we might be taking meetings. So um, if we have just, an just opening, let us know. we might be able like, to. There's fit always you a in, possibility you know? that you'll get lucky. You know. And that's very that's yeah. all well and good. Yeah, it's it's almost to the point of like do, doing raffles for our for yeah. meetings with us. So I mean, John you might does hop have on the, that serious John accent. has the fancy microphone now, so really the sky's the limit with us. <laughs> I'm working on the vocal fry and the tisking. I mean, it's all happening in the downtime yeah. studio. <laughs> we're getting rid of all the ums and ahs. We're, no we're really ums, working no on our, our voice. No weird mouth noises. God, I haven't eaten on the podcast in God knows how long. So really, it's just as long as I can yeah. can keep the vocal fry under control. I feel like it's really, it's all happening. It really is. <laughs> no. So watch this language. next next week. NPR Life Kit. Uh, their episode is going to be what our episode is this week, which is how to haggle. I really want to listen to their episode on baby names and see how it compares. To <laughs> it's never it, Emily. It's not going to compare. It's not going to be any anywhere near the quality that ours was. We came up. I'm with not going to lie. That names. was one of our better episodes. So. It's it's that that one, that one will will be will go up in lights one day. I hopefully. Yep. It'll be turned into a um, musical, written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he'll be dead by then. Um, it'll it'll be really far down the line, and he's already like what sixty. I'm bad with ages yeah. of celebrities. Yeah. He looks about um it. okay. Yeah, we're uh how to haggle. This is the see the way that society is going right now. All of these, all these crazy currencies, all these, uh, all the cryptocurrencies and all the regular currencies and all of the macro currencies and all of these crazy types of currencies that are happening now, liquid, liquid currencies. You ever heard of those? Yeah. It's just, it's You've just liquid. You're saying currency a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So- uh, if you say, if you say currency enough and you, you name enough different ty- kinds of currencies, people will just think you're smart. And uh, completely disregard anything you're saying. Dogecoin. Yep. Yep. It's all there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All of the, they're all out there, you know, and soon it's, it's coming to a point. It's sort of like all the currencies are kind of going like this and they're all sort of converging now. 
and one uh-huh. at one point soon there's going to be sort of a currency boom where or nothing bust. is worth anything and it, it's sort of a pop, a pop like a bubble popping nothing's going to going to be worth anything anymore we're going to be forced back into a bartering a bartering society see this is what i like so, to hear john this is like yeah. right up my alley i hate i, I love <laughs> buying things i love shopping but really i yeah. love me some bartering like that is where my happy little hippie heart lies is being like abolish capitalism <laughs> abolish currency and let's all just trade for shit like on all my Facebook pages, which is unfortunately where all this kind of stuff goes down. You can get on buy nothing pages. It's called buy nothing. And you can get on those and literally swap to your heart's content. You can put things up on Facebook Marketplace for free or trade and be like, offer me something I need for this particular thing. I've seen hairdressers put stuff up saying like, hey, I'll do your hair for free if you give me this kind of plant I want. I've seen tattoo artists do the exact same thing. Like, I will tat you for free if you have something that I want. Like, this is where the future unfolds. Like, I'm not, I wasn't in on this topic in the beginning because I'm not a fan of haggling. Bartering, that's where you get me. That's where I want the future to go. I've got like tons of plants that I'm very good at propagating and I'll teach you how to keep them alive. It'll it'll be a nice friendship. You you get you get cuz there's an ongoing relationship there, you know. You can't teach them everything mm-hmm. about about plant husbandry in in one just swap off session you know you need more time than yeah. that. you need to have an open line and that's really what mm. you're offering so you that that's a that's a better deal if you think about it so you're getting an ongoing relationship with consultation about plant plant life plant rearing and also friendship what's better people than that? undervalue friendship and that's Seriously. what the barter system can offer. Or can give weird people your your address. I mean, you do have to be careful with the barter system, well, but I I enjoy it. And also like yeah. we have so much stuff that's not like that is worth it has value, but it doesn't have market value. I would love to barter with someone to get a bunch of goats to take out my weeds. We have a lot of weeds. That I'm gonna have to spend all weekend pulling out. Now, and I've all seen you can your do yard. Is rent someone's goats. So this is actually a service that you're talking. I I thought you were just gonna get some goats. This is actually a service that will bring yeah. their goats to you to eat a meal and then leave. Yeah, people will like let you. They will bring their flock of sheep, or goats, or pigs to your yard to eat all of your like weeds. This is a real service. Especially These the are people are who wanted to be farmers who had a truck that could take a bunch of animals, but no space and like a kennel and no actual land to keep them on. And they were like, we need to turn this into a service somehow. They're like, hey, my goats will literally eat poison ivy. Like that is something if you have a lot of poison <laughs> ivy, you can get a That's local farmer. good to bring goats to your yard and eat all the poison ivy in your yard. Like, I have a ton of pokeweed in my yard, which is akin 
to poison ivy. I also have a fair amount of poison ivy. So I really would love some goats. Pigs also work, but <laughs> pigs are illegal within the city limits of Richmond, Virginia. So I cannot have pigs in my yard. What? What can I say? This is ridiculous. Yeah. We were not, so close no to a perfect allowed. society, Virginia. Richmond. We're so close and yet so far, John. It's really tragic. I mean, th- this is it. This is the this is the breaking point right now. We just we do have to wait for that bubble to pop, uh, that that all around global currency bubble to pop, which it's going to it's going to happen. Anyone who knows anything about finance will tell you that uh, mm-hmm. that the bubble it, it, on all currency is going to pop soon, uh, and we're going to be left with nothing but a barter system. And I think we've got really good infrastructure for it already. You yeah. you have you you just have a lawn and no lawn mower. And you know people who have animals, and you have plants that you can give them for their house that they want, yeah. and tips to keep some plants alive. I have so much Thai basil right now; it's ridiculous. Everyone wants Thai basil, and no one. So has it's not it even just house me. plants. It's it's also plants that you can eat for nourishment. It's good stuff, man. This is what I'm telling you. This, a, this, is, a, this you. is a perfect system. What do you need done? What what needs doing in your life? Where are you? Where are you in need in your life? I need I need to re- redo my deck. I don't need to do that. I want to do that. I need so a, a shrub out in the back taken out. Yeah. You get someone with a truck and a chainsaw, they'll take that thing out for you. What do they want? Maybe beer? You brew beer for a living. I, I do have You're beer. Like, I'll give you all this beer I, to take hey, a Hey, I've got out. like cases of homebrew in my basement. Done. Easy. 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 Now, do you think your dentist, would your dentist enjoy a lot of beer? Yeah. I need my teeth done. My dentist does enjoy beer. I know this about him, actually. See? See? What else do you need to, it's easy. You're fucking brewer. <laughs> the doors of life are open to you. You know, as That's long true. as whoever you're is dealing it, with is likes it to drink. easier for us, though? What do you mean? As pod, as very influential podcasters, I'd say most things are easier for us. <laughs> we we do live the good life. That's a good point. Yeah, but absolutely. no, because you have a hobby that just happens to produce a lot of stuff. Like you mm. have a lot of little individual potted plants that you can just kind of hand off to people. I know this because yeah. it happens to me every time I go there. Yes. <laughs> but and I have a, a profession, a job that currently pays me normal money uh, uh, to <laughs> brew beer. Gross. Uh which um so we we're both literally creating things that we can we can trade mm. like physical stuff to trade. But I mean a lot of a lot of the world is online, Emily. I don't know if you know I don't know if you heard about this. So are are we being short-sighted? In what sense? Like on the internet? I feel like there's maybe people out there that don't that don't create things in a tangible sort of way. What Look, what can they do? Everyone has something to bring to the party. All right. Any mm-hmm. good cult leader would tell you that. You know? Whereas capitalism reduces us down to our barest, meanest, like essential uh, you know, output, you know, how much money can you make for society? Like that's how much money can you make for a small group of big wigs at the top, right? But what we're saying is with the barter mm-hmm. system, that money doesn't get to them. It stays not being important and not existing because we don't care about money. And it all of our <laughs> stuff just gets traded and all of our <laughs> skills get traded amongst us, you know? And it doesn't mean that like, 
so you can't brew beer. Like, you have other good things that you can offer. Like, what if you are an artist or what if you can sing or you have a bunch of clothes in your closet that don't fit you anymore, but that could, like, help someone else out, you know? Yeah. There's always, like, we don't need more stuff, all right? Just recirculate that shit. Maybe I have a sewing machine that I have not broken out of its box yet, but I have one, you know? Yeah. What if I just what if I just started altering shit? It was just like, you know what? I'm not going to buy clothes anymore. I'm going to alter clothes instead. Yeah. Make this this radical. just became a little a little brainstorming session for you and I to figure out how we would survive in a post capitalist society. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I want to change the episode title to "How to Barter." And this is all I want to talk about how to for this episode instead. and possibly and possibly the rest of all time. Because I don't like haggling. Okay. I can talk about yeah. haggling very briefly, but I don't like it. I want to make this about how to barter, and I'm I'm taking a hold of the steering wheel now. We can we can ta- we can talk about podcast. haggling a whole other day because I that's true. I was just t- attempting to segue, and it I it turned into ha- to bartering halfway through what I was saying, and and I have no control over that. Bartering's more fun. Heads up, we got some music to drop on you today we have shallow pools they are an awesome awesome band from massachusetts go to their website shallowpools.com i'll link that in the description along with their social media handle but go to their website they have a ton of merch on there that is all awesome that you should absolutely buy if you've got a vinyl player they've got vinyl they just had an ep called headspace that they just dropped that the song you're about to hear is off of the song you're about to hear is called gardens it is such a fun song that i have listened to about three times already and i'm going to hit the entire rest of the ep a couple more times before the end of the week i'm sure and i'm sure you will too so go to their website i'm going to link that go get some merch they are playing a live show if you live in the greater massachusetts area i think i guess that's a pretty big area but if you're in massachusetts make your way out to somerville for nice a fest it's happening on July 24th, uh, 12 p.m., the doors open. 1 p.m., the show goes on. They are playing that fest, which is going to be a grand old time. So if you're in Massachusetts, make your way over there. Uh, all that information is on their website also. Hit their website, buy merch, go to their shows, follow their Twitch channel. They did a live stream on their Twitch uh, today, the day that this is coming out, which is really, really cool. I'm sad that I, I missed it because I was editing the show. But go give them a follow on their Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash shallowpoolsma. Thank you so much to Shallow Pools. Please enjoy Gardens by Shallow Pools. Stuck in the past Out of time I'm fading fast
But yeah. no, haggling is like passe. I don't want to. I don't like taking money from people. If they say how, that's how much it costs, then that's how much it costs to, in my brain. I'm just like, ah, oh, fine. I remember once I was like, I was in Ecuador in Quito, and I was trying to get these little llama keychains. They were like adorable little handmade keychains that looked like llamas, and I really enjoyed them. I don't know where they went. I think I forgot to give them to everyone I bought them for, but they were like, oh, a dollar per. <laughs> and someone was like, oh, that's way too much for a dollar because they're on the U.S. dollar. And I'm like, okay, but. Is it? Because if I was to get in business, this is the other thing, is if, and I see this all the time because I was in Ethiopia where they where they make beautiful baskets. And I now see these baskets, they're yeah. very popular to have in the States. And in the States, they sell for like $100 for a big one, you know, whereas in Ethiopia, it's like maybe $20 for a big one. You know what I mean? The equivalent. And what happens is, People from yeah. the states like buy them and import them. They like get in with a with a someone who makes them, you know, and they're buying it at the country's price and then selling it for mm -hmm. like an exorbitant like fee. And so I've seen this like a bunch with like Mexican goods. I've seen it with Ethiopian baskets. I've seen yeah. it all over the place where it's like this does not go for this in the country, but you're paying for this person to like go there and establish a connection with a local artisan and then you're paying like the, the massive amount over and you don't really know like whether that person is getting the bet like a better price for it than they would get at the normal market or whether like someone else is taking the overhead you know no they're they're almost certainly not they're they're almost assuredly not getting a better deal i think in some instances they are and some they aren't but you have to look at look at those companies because yeah. a lot of people are like oh this is going to help the women who make these back in you know wherever and you're like oh, okay maybe probably a little <laughs> but yeah so i feel like i squint my eyes at that but i like bartering do we want to establish some a, a what if what if we played a little game right now if you okay. if tomorrow you woke up and mm -hmm. newspaper headline i know you've you're a big newspaper fiend yeah. you, know, you, newspaper you read it reader. all the time yes yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. daily so newspaper arrives on your on your doorstep tugboat drops you, it on my lap Yep. Tugboat. This is an ideal scenario where Tugboat is trained perfectly to get the newspaper and bring it to your lap in the morning yep. and then sit there quietly while you read it and wait for yes. you to ask her to go get you a glass of orange juice. Then you ask her to get you a glass of orange juice. She opens the fridge. She she takes the orange juice out. She pours a little glass of it, puts it back, closes the refrigerator door. Sometimes you see dogs who are trained on the internet who don't know how to close the door also. And it's like, that's a crucial, like, I'm not just going to stay sitting that's an important part when of the this. fridge is open. Mm -hmm. Brings you your, your orange your glass of orange juice. Amazing. Not spilled. Don't know how she does it. She's mm -hmm. a gem. You open up yeah. the you open up the newspaper. Headline, money money no barter go hey it's a barter system now you <laughs> have to go get groceries that day you're out fridge yeah. fridge is wide open because tugboat went back she thought you needed something else she forgot to close it again fridge mm -hmm. is wide open you look in there there's nothing you need mm -hmm. to get groceries today you don't have food to make for the day what are you bringing to the grocery store that you think is good as a barter for what you get at the grocery store. 
Well, first of all, I'm bringing this amazing dog with me who has all these skills. <laughs> she's Maybe that would help talented. someone out. She gets a little distracted have, sometimes, but she's very talented. Yeah. I have offered, so this is something, I have offered tugboat services before as a bird chaser. She's very good at chasing birds. And I have a lot of friends with squirrel and bird problems in their gardens. And they're like, the squirrels and the birds are eating all my produce. So first of all, I'd be like, this dog fucking hates squirrels oh. so much. She hates them with passion. So I like to rent her out. I also have an excellent mouser in my house who I have also offered in the past yes. to people who have expressed to me that they have a mouse problem. I'm like, I have someone who's perfect for this job. He's an excellent mouser. His name is Oscar. So I bring my little pets with me. They help out, right? Like, they're very good at that kind of thing. I can also bring the stuff that I'm growing in my garden and be like, I'll trade some of this food for some other so, food so I can get a little bit of diversity in my diet. Either that or I just eat the food from my fucking garden. So, yeah. So you have the food from your garden as, like, that's that's a base amount of food. And then for the rest of it, you're not even going to the grocery store. You're you're saying fuck the grocery store. There's there's too much infrastructure there that I'd have to work around. I'm not doing that. You're just going straight to the source. You're going to the other people making food around you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go to the farmer with the wheat fields and hopefully they grind it there and then I'll start baking my own bread. How about this? Because food is different. Food you can grow and you're a vegetarian already. Mm -hmm. So like that's a whole other thing. Um, Easy fucking peasy. You want to go bowling. What are you bringing? I mean, you got you to gotta pay for the shoe rental and you got to pay mm -hmm. for the game and probably a pitcher of beer also, for being honest. Definitely what do you, a pitcher of beer. What do you bring into the if table? I'm going to, to enjoy myself at all. Um, Let's say no plants. Let's say they, they're inundated with plants. They can't take plants. What do you bring in? No more plants. The sign's on the door. I get there with an armful of plants, and then there's a sign <laughs> on the door that says no more plants. <laughs> um, I guess it depends. Like, this is why you got to talk to people. I'm a baker. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a very good baker. Yeah. Could bring b baked goods. Everyone likes that. Um, I could teach uh like a do like a meditation workshop i can <laughs> like right there on the spot you're just <laughs> you're just teaching classes to to swaths of of bowling alley employees <laughs> like you've got you've got one yes. yoga lesson going on here you've got one spanish lesson going on here <laughs> we've got knot tying in the corner we've got knot tying we got spanish <laughs> we have english as a second language we got all kinds of things. There's <laughs> gardening for dummies. I can do this is now my rec center, my you know, that we use for everything. Downtime with John and Emily brings you Esau lessons. Our schedule, uh, whenever I wanna go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Oh, this is so interesting. Why why is the bowling alley suddenly T completely full of people who speak English as a second language. And I'm like, that's because I'm here. And I have a lot of wonderful <laughs> workbook pages from when I taught English as a second language. And it's free and we're going to have a conversation <laughs> bowling club where we all talk to each other and bowl and learn English. And it's going to be great and it's free and it's amazing. So there, and, and then all of them, like all of the students who other... come... 
This is what I'm telling you, because all the students who come to the English as a Second Language bowling club night that we've now established, and it's now as a conversation club night at the bowling alley, all of them bring home-cooked meals from their, you know, different cultures and backgrounds, and now it's an amazing, beautiful potluck where we're all learning English as a Second Language and a talking global potluck and slash conversation and bowling and night. And all the bowling alley provides is fucking greased up bits of floor and pitchers of beer. And not even the beer if you come. So there. Fuck capitalism. I hate it. I just came up with an amazing sustainable model for a beautiful Tuesday night event. Okay. We've... This sort, this whole system sort of puts a strain on ex- experiences, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like going into a place with your only currency being so- like something physical that you have to present and not getting anything physical back. Like there, you now bowling alleys it, have to it, have it, so many shelves <laughs> for yeah, random things. Bowling alleys have to start letting you walk away with shoes if you're. Mm offering is good enough because you have to you have to have something to offer other people like it's you have you have all these things that you create but then also like you have to understand the barter system throughout the rest of society and that there are some things that you don't necessarily want but you know that like your uh your sausage guy around the corner i know it's not for you but your sausage guy around the corner doesn't doesn't want any of the stuff that you make he wants crocheted art yeah so you you have to you have to like go out of your way to find those good barters to kind of keep in your back pocket you do so that too. It, you're right it incentivizes right, you, you to... from going to those experiential things and pay just giving something yeah, you don't walk for an away experience with and not getting anything back yeah i guess so you don't have anything I mean, like, in the bank you also You have to start accepting things that you don't necessarily want. I think you kind of brought that up already. Like, well, I mean, the bowling alley can't personally do anything with plants because no one's ever going to leave with plants. You know what I mean? Unless they want to, but then Mm -hmm. what's the bowling alley get from it? So that would be the purveyor of the bowling alley would have to take all the plants and then go to people who want plants. So, yeah. It's not a good incentive. It could be a change sort of system. If there's somebody that their whole thing is making really expensive goods and they're like, look, no, I can't accept just that for a a game of bowling. I I should give you something back. Oh, we've got these many, many plants from this lady who comes by Tuesday nights. She teaches Spanish and English and also (laughs) yoga. It's weird, but she's cool. And also some It's really difficult yoga because the floor is so slippery, you know, so it's like a really good <laughs> core workout. <laughs> bowling alleys could be used for so many things other than bowling. <laughs> I mean, there's usually an arcade in there also. That's not I don't think there's a multi-purpose for arcades, but it's our most bowling alleys are already a dual function is what I'm saying. Th- triple function. Yeah. There's always a restaurant in there also. There's a little We've kitchen got in pizza there. Yeah. Nachos. Yeah pretzels bowling alley just became the perfect the perfect spot for our our new society i actually have like i love this new society i want to take a break to tell you that i accidentally fall i accidentally but continued to follow once i found this out followed a um like someone who deals in edibles (laughs) and i followed them on on 
you know, uh, on my favorite social media app, but they post pictures of their edibles. And as I say, I'm like a baker and I don't know how to tell this person that they're baking their cookies wrong. <laughs> like they post pictures of these cookies and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know how to tell them, but they, they need to cream their butter and their sugar way longer. And they also are using too much white sugar and not enough brown sugar. And I can tell this by the way your cookies are spreading. And I really want to help you with your business by telling you that you need to make your cookies like differently. How, and how do I tell I you to, like, that there's too much baking soda in your batter? <laughs> Yeah, like I you you can tell by the look of certain cookies whether they what they did wrong. Um and yeah. theirs are like crispy at the edges and spread out and caramely, which means they're using too much white sugar and also aren't creaming their butter and their sugar long enough and they didn't keep their butter cold enough when they did it. <laughs> so like there's there's a lot to unpack there cuz cookies actually are a bit of an art cuz remember I think I said it on an earlier episode that I was like on a quest to make the perfect cookie. You did say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I unlocked the secret to that. So that's the other thing I could I could tell people how to make perfect chocolate chip cookies and also bake them perfect chocolate chip cookies with or without. No, 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 can, no, no. Cannabis. You can't. It that's for like a car. That's a whole. You you can't just give that away. <laughs> I have this if you actually, Emily. First of all, this is huge perfect. news. This is huge news. You made this promise to our show like many episodes ago at this point. And you've mm. you've cracked the secret to the perfect cookie. That's uh, some someone should have a confetti. If you have a confetti candidate at home, first of all, great bartering <laughs> thing. Second of all, Amazing. fire that shit off right now because we have the best cookie recipe in the world that Emily I has really cracked. Hard on it. I like went through Second all of, all, of the, you, all of you the can beautiful... sell you like your cookies just gained a lot of value in terms of bartering. Like the cookies themselves. That recipe, that's a that's a house. Priceless. I looked at Milk Bar, I looked at Salmon Nostrat's book, I looked at Joy mm-hmm. of Cooking, all of these baking experts, you know, and I I parsed it down yeah. to the to the real essential stuff. And it's all about the balance between white and brown sugar. And I won't tell you exactly what that balance is, but because it is a closely guarded now downtime secret. And also creaming your butter and your sugar for a certain amount of time that I also will not divulge. Unless you have like eggs from your chickens in your backyard, which I would really enjoy. And then I'll use them to make cookies for you. But I need like a year's supply of free range eggs before we do that. (laughs) Just guaranteed. I will give you a year's supply of free-range eggs if you give me the secret to perfect chocolate cookies every single time. <laughs> every oh, every time I bring the eggs, I need the, I need another perfect secret recipe. But with no more money, where are we going to get chocolate chips from? Because I can't make chocolate. You know, that doesn't come from your backyard. You know, that comes from like... You'll have to, you'll have to make it yourself or find a, a, a cacao guy or, mm-hmm. or gal or non-binary person. Mm. that makes chocolate hopefully without slave labor because that's a thing that happens ideally without slave labor i mean i'm already doing that where i i try not to buy the the bad chocolate barter system i love it i want the goats to eat my weeds barter i want people great. i want we people to it. learn the things that i learn like everyone has so many amazing skills that they can just like literally you know have a little ted a mini ted talk on at any given point in time like you have so many skills that you could just teach people about this is where we are going to become a society of Renaissance people like like it was supposed to be 
jack of all trades master of none who gives a fuck you don't need to be a master of anything that culture is horrible that mm. the, the that culture of just this is the thing that you do uh, this happens this is a big thing in japan right where this it's just a culture of like you have one thing that you do that's it you're gonna practice every single day until you're the best until you do the perfect version of whatever that thing is, and then you die. That's that is it. Sort of. Um, I was gonna like negate you there. I think that's also a, a you know an older style of doing something, especially like the family business, and that was something that was sort of here too, sure. right? Like you look at the people who make the perfect, uh, who grow the perfect rice for mochi. I think it was. Oh, no, no, who make. Mm-hmm sake like sake is like a closely guarded like family run business that's like very difficult to do and that was like yeah you literally just have to become a master of it and to become a master takes many years yeah and then you're like locked in at that point but no i i feel like you're right i feel like if we were able to abolish capitalism then we would all be a more rounded people because we could just like do what excites us and use our skills and the things that we enjoy yeah. in and then order it, to get the it things just becomes need. a bartering thing i like it better like, yeah i want to like start i want to start turning wood i want to i want to get a lathe and i'll have to find mm-hmm. something worth enough to to trade with somebody who's who will give me a lathe um, but mm-hmm. maybe somebody's done with done turning wood and they're like, you know what? This is a used lathe. Here you go. And I'm going to start yeah. turning it. And the stuff's not going to be very good. But at, I feel not like it won't first. be that long of me practicing until I have something that I can barter with, at least at a low value, you know? Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, yeah, no. In order to follow your dream, you're not you. You have to be working a full-time job and then also find enough time to become good enough where you can get a job doing that thing, which is fucked up. You know what already um, very useful skill I really want to take up now that I've become so plant obsessed? Pottery. I really want to get good yeah. at pottery. It's it's that sort of the cool. it, it's it's sort of the the spouse to your already existing uh, hobby. Exactly. And I have a style that I like very much and I'm like not able to find anywhere. So, and when I do, it's like very expensive and I understand why it's expensive because it's difficult to make these things. And also you need, it's a big investment to literally get a kiln to fire pottery in, but I would like to do this, please. I would like mm-hmm. to be good at pottery. That's I'm sure there is like a local place. I'm sure there's a studio that you could rent out space in. in, in there's Richmond. one. Yeah. I literally know where it is. They do classes and stuff. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to literally do it. So, yeah. So up next from Emily, plants and pots. It's amazing. Plants it's and great. pots. You can just open that Etsy shop. And swimming lessons. <laughs> You need them. <laughs> After bowling, we're going to the we're going to the actual rec center. That's where we're doing pottery and swimming lessons. I'm a certified swim instructor, swim instructor, and aquatics <laughs> instructor. I can also teach canoeing. Very good at that. And sailing. Anything we're water, we're really, ready. I'm just in case anyone that. was curious, we're ready to turn this show into a TV show <laughs> at any given time. When, when we like actually decide, Emily okay, this is our topic for the skills. <laughs> <laughs> this is our topic for this episode. We're going to actually dive into the topic, get our hands dirty with the thing. We're we're ready to go on that show idea whenever y'all want. 
<laughs> whenever somebody can pay for it. CPR certified people. <laughs> I was I was a certified umpire at one point. I was that nonsense. We both got our concealed carry in the state of Virginia, which makes no sense. That's true. Both of us are very no. anti-gun. I don't know why it was just a thing to do in Virginia back in the day. Just spent an afternoon getting our concealed carry. I know how to ride horses. You would think Many that things. we would have taken this and been like okay this is why you did a how-to podcast where you can actually teach people all of the many things that you know how to do uh and sure <laughs> yeah why not let's go with that yeah nope <laughs> one would think with many skills earned but you know we're prepared for when capitalism finally meets a very sticky end. And hopefully that won't be with, with the, the wave that destroys us all. I'm ready to call it. Yep. This has been a good one. How to I barter. So. I love it. Uh, we have some people to thank. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her website, nataliespitzel.com, or follow her on Instagram at nms underscore creative. Outlaws and old ones, it is our live Twitch streaming TTRPG actual play show. We play a little game called Pulp Cthulhu. Uh, it is a lot of fun. We go live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. That's Eastern time, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's very important. Um, we we play a fully improvised TTRPG. It's a little weird because usually TTRPGs are very planned out by whoever's running the game. Uh, that is not the case here. We are fully relying on your uh, engagement in our chat on Twitch. So if you want to come in and have a real effect on our game, a real effect on our podcast, uh, you can do that every Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Come suggest names, come suggest uh, places, things, any any noun you want. Uh, and then later it gets turned into a podcast. Taylor of Are We Friends meticulously edits the show at, in the style of a an old school radio drama. There's a ton of original music from Ethan at some point sound used in the finished product podcast. Uh, tons of audio gags, super funny bits from, from all of us in the cast. We're, we're just very funny people. Uh, and <laughs> we have a lot of fun playing this game together. So it really brings out the best in us, but check out the show. I'll put the I'll put the link tree in the description of this episode like I always do. That'll take you to everything Outlaws and Old Ones, including our Discord. Join our Discord. It's a network-wide Discord for Downtime, Are We Friends, and Outlaws and Old Ones, and it's a ton of fun. Downtime would like to thank our sponsor, Homestead Hemp. If you're in the market for some amazing CBD products, head on over to homesteadhemp1787.com. Fill up your cart with some amazing things like CBD pre-rolls, CBD bath bombs, CBD oil. And then when you go to check out, put in the code downtime. That's right. The code downtime for an additional 20% off your order. That is an exclusive discount offered only to downtime listeners. So you best take advantage of it. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow them on Instagram at Homestead Hemp 1787 or visit their website Homestead Hemp 1787.com. And that's all from us. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Capitalism. I'll fight you. Keep that button hot. Oh,